0: Hey, everybody. So this is really exciting. We are here to talk about Anne of Green Gables, one of my favorite series. And uh, I'm here with my friend Amber, and we are getting ready for the new Netflix series called Anne that is debuting May 12th. And we are going to review a couple different uh, versions of Anne of Green Gables leading up to it. And and then we're going to review the series as a whole. And so it's going to be a lot of fun. And Amber, you want to introduce yourself?
1: Yeah. Hi, um, I'm Amber. I am a big Anne of Green Gables fan. You might say I'm a fan of Green Gables. <laughs> um, I have read the books countless times, I've loved them since I'm a kid. So just be forewarned that basically all of my critiques will have a spirit of, oh, I wish it was more like the books. <laughs> but I'm not going to just do that. So don't worry.
0: Yeah. No, I understand. I I have a a big attachment to the series. Also, I I uh, was really into sort of more realistic type type of feeling of books when I was little. I, I didn't like the books that my sister and brother liked, which were more fantasy. Mm-hmm. I liked you know things things like Lord of the Rings and stuff like that, which I just never I never could get into that kind of fantasy. I liked things such as Anna Green Gables, Little Women, and with uh, um, Wilder, Little House on the Prairie type books. Mm-hmm. And so Anna Green Gables was definitely a favorite of mine and uh, a different, uh, I, I I particularly liked uh, different you know portions of the books and, and, uh, and related to different ones. I mean, because there's a lot of books out there and I actually like, I still like all of them. And, uh and one thing that is sort of interesting, I think, about a series is that I think when something in, in literature becomes part of a series, it's easier to kind of sort of devalue it a little bit as as opposed to just sort of the one it comes becomes sort of more commercial, I feel. Yeah. But really when you go back and especially read the first book, it's solid. It's really well written by Ellen Montgomery.
1: Yeah, and I, I feel like all of her books really do, all of the Anne books, really do maintain the same level of quality. Mm-hmm. I don't think she, she you know, strays too much from that. And I think that's part of because the characters, I think, were so real to her. Mm-hmm. They were, you know, inspired by people from her real life and from kind of experiences that she had. And I think that they, she was really informed on the, the choices that her characters would make, which made her writing so, so solid on the Anne books.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and that first book, especially, uh, the one thing I, uh, so I wanted to, in this first movie and then also in the first book, like there's a real darkness to this story that I think maybe as a kid, it's just like, oh, she's so pre- precocious. She's so like, you know, cute or whatever. And, but as an adult, <laughs> I I kind of uh, I see it in a different light. Uh, things like Anne's imagination have a little bit more of a darker kind of tone to them now as an adult because uh you know she's created this window friend and yeah. I mean she's really basically a slave when it starts uh, to the hammonds uh she's treated horribly and you know forced to to work for them and and just uh, just this awful situation and I mean and she begs not to get sent back to the orphanage you can only imagine if this was one of the good ones it must have been really
1: bad. <laughs> Yeah, um, that's that's definitely something that I, I'm interested to see in the, the new series that we're going to be watching eventually.
0: Yeah.
1: Because <laughs> um, they have said, you know, it's going to explore more of the darker tones. And as far as they, you know, exploring what actual conditions were like back in the day, that's something that I could get behind. Um, if they just, like, go crazy and they, like make Anne a murderer I, I don't know well, how yeah. <laughs> um, so that's that's definitely something that is very interesting about the about the books as you grow older um, even for instance I'm not sure if this is a line from the books or the movie they're so squished into my head right now but um, when Marilla's first asking about herself and she asks and if the the women you know were were kind to her and she says, oh, they t- they were as kind, they tried to be kind to me, or something like that, yeah. where she's like, they obviously weren't, but she still was able to see some good in all those people, which I think is a, a main factor about Anne. Yes. She always tries to see the beauty in everything, despite yeah. the fact that
0: her life was terrible. Yeah, I mean, she developed these these things, this imagination, this imagination as sort of a survival strategy, really, when you think about it, you know, that she had to get to another world and because her world was, was so bad. uh, But it allowed her to kind of see things in a very hopeful way because she could escape. She had that escape.
1: Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, tomorrow was another day without any mistakes in it yet. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Uh, yeah, and, you know, I think that makes – they do a really good job in this series. So you get introduced to Anne, and, you know, she's in this horrible situation with the Hammonds. I mean, they definitely don't sugarcoat that in this, I don't think at all. And, you know, she gets dumped at the orphanage by uh, Mrs. Hammond. And, you know, she's just like, uh, I got a plane to – I mean, I got a train to catch lady. <laughs>
1: Yeah. The, the Miss Hammond character is, it's very, I mean, it's kind of interesting because you have to think, you know, I mean, Mrs. Hammond's life also really sucks. She has, you know, and a drunk abusive husband. She's had twins three times in succession. Yeah. And, and, you know, not excusing any of her behavior, but like, I guess everybody's life was terrible back in the day.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's true. And so I don't know, it, it is, it is, it's interesting how we all have that sort of coping, I guess, coping mechanisms. And so anyway, she, she ends up getting the chance to go to, uh, to go to Green Gables. And this is just like the greatest thing ever. And you can only imagine like how they do such a good job, I think of, of building up Anne, and, and, you know, you feel like, oh, this is her, her chance. This is so great and then when you find out that they really wanted a boy it's just so devastating <laughs> the megan follows
1: does a really great job in that scene where she just slowly has the the, the realization of what's happening and just the just being
0: heartbroken yeah and she, it's a, it's a really good scene it really is mm-hmm. because i i love let's just talk about some of this casting for a second. So Colleen Dewhurst as Marilla Cuthbert, uh, and, uh, and then Richard, uh, Farnsworth as, uh, Matthew. I think those just brilliant, both of those castings. Uh, what do you think of them?
1: Yeah. Um, so, uh, he, Richard Farnsworth has replaced my original head Matthew as Matthew. So when I read the books, he is my Matthew. Yeah, um, he's so funny. perfect. He's so sweet. He he cares so much about Anne. He's just so sh- he's so shy and and caring. And that's something that you—it's just the worst. <laughs> when spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, um, when he—we're yeah, he... going to be doing
0: lots of spoilers in this. <laughs>
1: When he um dies, it's the saddest thing in the whole world. I have never watched Anna Green Gables or read the books without just let, needing to take a minute and just cry my eyes out yes. because he he's at he's everything that's good,
0: yeah, yeah, and you know you you have a i i don't know character that. I think that is so rare is you you never find in modern novels very rarely do you have a character that is just so pure (laughs) as Matthew is and I feel like in modern novels they we tend to gravitate away from those kind of characters because they're like seen as being too perfect or too you know and so like we got to make them an alcoholic or we've got to make them you know it's just like you have to yeah and and so I, I I think that I I love that about him and I just love how how good a man he is and a good person he is and and <laughs> I I think that everybody hopefully in their life has one person who's kind of their champion. Yeah.
1: You
0: know? And that's what Matthew is for Anne. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Um I can't say enough about how much I love Matthew. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And I don't think that I can't imagine that there is any person out there who's like "Mm, Matthew. Forget about him. Like he's he's everything in in these books um, and the movies. And he I'm he's the character that even more so than Anne, I feel the most protective of. Yeah. So so when any other new adaptations come out, I'm like, "Mm, what have you done to my Matthew?
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. You just, you need somebody who is just warm and empathetic. It's kind of like if they were going to do a remake of To Kill a Mockingbird, like Atticus. I actually went to see a play of To Kill a Mockingbird and it's not that they did a bad job. They did an okay job, but I just, Gregory Peck is Atticus. Like I, I just, it's one of those things, you know, that I have a really hard time with any other sort of Version of that character, and I. So I, I think it'll be interesting in this new series uh, whether I can warm up to to Matthew. But um, anyway. <laughs> we'll see. and then yeah,
1: and then Colleen Dewhurst as Marilla is also really incredible. Yeah. Um, when I was doing some of my like behind the scenes reading uh, about it, uh, it sounded to me like Colleen Dewhurst. She really understood Marilla, um, and she you know insisted on a few changes that she felt were necessary in order to, you know, properly convey Marilla and the character. Um, In for example, um, there was not a scene with Anne and Marilla talking about Matthew's death in the original script. And Colleen Dewhurst fought for that uh, because she felt like it was incredibly important that they have the the time after Matthew dies together to, you know, so the scene, scene
0: where Anne's crying in bed is. Oh, I so, love like, that scene. Over. Oh my gosh, I love that scene. Uh, and I there's just so many great moments also with Marilla, like when she says, uh, Anne says, have you ever been in the depths of despair? And he says, <laughs> no, for the despair is to deny God.
1: Yeah, and yeah, she's- I,
0: yeah. I think she's just a very honest character. She is who she is, and she's never putting on a front, and she's never, you know, like she's just a very honest character, which I think makes her very attractive as a character.
1: Yeah. They're they're uh, the Cuthberts. They're everything. Everybody <laughs> who lives at Green Gables nails it.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's sort of interesting. Do you ever, do, do you have any brothers? I do not. I only okay. have sisters. Okay. Well, I have brothers. And so when I would watch that, I'd be like, this is so weird. Like to think of, of living with my brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, like. I can't imagine in a million years living with my, and trying to raise a child with my brother. There (laughs) is no Uh,
1: You know, it was was a different
0: time. I do a very good job. (laughs) So anyway, okay. Uh, And one thing I do want to say just out front is I love the score of this series. I think it is the theme uh, is so beautiful. It really is. It draws you in. Uh, it's just another layer that I think is, is perfect. <laughs> and I appreciate, it too, I mean, I'm sure Megan Falls was older than 13. I'm sure she was. But at least she looks in the ballpark, you know? Yeah. Which I um,
1: and, and I don't mind them aging Ann up slightly for this movie. I think it's fine. It doesn't bother me that she, because in the book, she's 11. And in the show, she's 13, which I'm like, go for it. It's no yeah. big deal. <laughs>
0: yeah definitely and the only it's funny the only other movie I've seen uh Colleen uh Do her stand is um and she's in Annie Hall which is sort of funny she I've never been, seen
1: that but oh. she's she loves her aunts I guess
0: yeah <laughs> she plays Annie's mother in that she's like <laughs> this cranky Jewish mother anyway so she's pretty good so alright well uh let me get back to my notes here um, so the first sort of set piece, I guess, after the initial, um, mix up kind of thing is the Rachel Lynn apology. Yes. Theme. And, uh, you've got kind of through the course of the series, there's just like some different vignettes, you know, that happen. And so this is kind of the first one and kind of, what, do you, what are your takeaways from that? What do you think about that?
1: Um, I love Mrs. Rachel Lind. Uh, in my head, she's slightly nicer than the Rachel Lind in this show because I feel like, and this is a nitpick, I feel like for me when I read the books, Miss Rachel Lind is a busybody and all that, but she's never vindictive. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a little bit of the time in the movie, she becomes a little bit like nasty, Mm -hmm. like super gossipy, but not in like... I feel like most of Rachel's motivations are from concern or whatever and she, but that being said, in the movie, I love her
0: and Anne's apology is the best. It's just amazing. Well, it works because I do think that they, they make Anne's kind of outrage and Anne's upset level kind of equal to her in a way. So like, I don't know, you, you feel like. I, you feel like she was trying so hard to like, keep it in, keep it in, keep it in. But she just had to like push it and push it and push it and push it to even the point that Marilla said you were too hard on her.
1: You yeah. know. And,
0: <laughs> and uh, I, I, there's so many great moments in that scene, you know, like when, uh, when Ann, when Marilla goes out there and she says, Of all the people, <laughs> you, had, you had to pick unreachable. It's so funny. It's, <laughs> it's the,
1: the thing about this movie is, I was watching it with my sister and she kept trying to go get a glass of water. Yeah. And she's like, I'll just go after this scene. And then she was like, No. So eventually, yeah. when we flipped the disc, she was like, Finally. <laughs>
0: so funny well and the thing is is that i kind of wonder do you feel like this whole thing with having to be kind of nice to your elders and having to even like deal with people that you don't like in this sort of way that is that kind of gone froze. Oh, no, no, no. what's up? dang it oh hello hello Hi. Sorry. You froze, and then I... Oh, okay. Of course. So, like, just this whole idea of sort of being polite to your neighbors and and uh, some of those things uh, that, you know, to your elders, that you have to speak nice to your elders. You have to get along with people that you wouldn't necessarily... that you don't necessarily like. I don't know. I just feel like I wonder if this whole dynamic is kind of gone. Like, kids have to... Could this situation, like, be re- replicated in the same way now that it was then? Um well,
1: I think definitely her spouting off the mouth that <laughs> Rachel would happen now. Yeah. Um, and I, I would like to hope that whoever her guardian is would make her apologize. But, um, the thing just, about that whole philosophy of, you know, getting along with your neighbors, even if you don't actually like them, you know, being kind to everybody. Respecting your I think elders. Also is, uh, yeah. Respecting your elders. It's uh, also a, kind of like a survival thing for back then
0: because
1: they didn't have the ability to, you know, just get their supplies from Amazon. Like if you wanted turnips, you had to go to Matthew and get some turnips. And if Matthew didn't like you, no
0: turnips for you. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you, you were really relying on people and I don't know now it just seems like there's so many other options for you to bond with people that you don't, aren't forced uh, to be with people that you don't like, and so just things like people will freak out about the stupidest things, you know. And it's like <laughs> I don't know, like if I don't like Batman be Superman and they do, or something, you know not even mean? Something <laughs> like that, you know. And they'll they'll oh, I can't be friends with you, and you're just like, oh my gosh, okay. Um, <laughs> so okay, so then she uh, she meets uh, Diana. She goes to the, the picnic. Uh, she meets, uh, let's see here. Oh, wait, no, sorry, skipped ahead. Um, so she tells them about bosom friends. And then uh, one of the things that I like about Anne is that she's not just like this poor, beleaguered horrible life kind of person, but Mm -hmm. she also has this, this real like petty frivolous side, which I think makes her a really well-rounded interesting character because here she's getting these dresses made for her by Marilla and she wants the puff sleeves. Yeah. And and so that becomes a sort of a, a theme throughout the thing is she wants these puff sleeves. Marilla doesn't want. So then this is the next vignette is Marilla and the brooch. So this is yes. a really good scene. I really like it uh, that I, uh, that Marilla can't find her brooch and says, I didn't, I put the brooch back. And Marilla says it's not there. And so she sends Anne away. And so Anne comes up with this whole apology. <laughs> and uh, this dramatic, how she dropped it in the lake. And, and it everything. slipped through my fingers. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and uh, yeah, but I really like this scene though because it's a it's a moment where I think you really grow to bond with Marilla in this scene because she has to ask forgiveness and she has to uh, and sh- and she does also uh, tell uh, you know that uh, they have this bonding moment you know where yes. I, so I think that's really important.
1: Um, I will say though one thing that I find that I don't love about most adaptations of Anne of mm-hmm. Green Gables, and this one's guilty of it, is yep. that they they draw out Matthew and Marilla making the decision to keep Anne mm. very long. Um, and I just don't feel like that is necessarily true to Matthew and Marilla, because they wouldn't have left Anne dangling for weeks just yeah. on tender hooks, and I, yeah. That makes sense. I don't
0: know that part. They just needed (laughs) to wait until she had green hair. I mean, come on. Oh, green hair. It's a (laughs) perfect moment. We're getting ahead of ourselves. (laughs) Okay, so then she meets, after the brooch incident, is when she meets Diana, Mm -hmm. and then uh, Gilbert calls her carrots. Oh,
1: but first, (laughs) Gilbert winks, the cheek of that young man. (laughs)
0: So, what do you think of Gilbert in this?
1: uh he's universally beloved. I right? I mean, yes. come on, Jonathan yeah, Crombie. John, yeah, Yeah, he's he's amazing. Um, sometimes I think that he has is dead, and then I just get sad. So That's okay.
0: That's
1: <laughs> it's one yeah. of those things where I just like like Patrick Swayze, Jonathan Crombie. I'm like, please, I don't know, because <laughs> um, they were you know my first true loves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he, yeah, he's amazing in this. He does a lot of really, I mean, frankly, Gilbert doesn't have a lot of dialogue in the show. Um, but he gives such amazing looks. Yeah. Uh, it's <laughs> everything's so good. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, he, you'd really do feel for the, the kid. I mean, Anne is kind of a brat here. Like, <laughs> Like, let it go. She oh, dug in with both heels and
1: was never letting go of
0: that. And it's... It's so funny. Yeah, later's like you have no idea how bad I feel. Uh, how much I regret, regret calling you carrots. Uh, you know,
1: I, you have no idea how sorry I am.
0: Sorry, yeah. <laughs> and
1: I'm like, oh yes, it's said in Canada.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and and how beautiful Prince Edward Island looks. Um, in this movie. Yeah, so
1: this was actually filmed in Ontario. Okay. Um, at least most lots of it. Okay.
0: Well, uh, but, version of Prince Edward Island, <laughs> right? But Canada, way to go, Canada! <laughs> Beautiful. What do you think of Diana in this? Do you like the actress? Do you like the um
1: thrill? i I do like her. Um, she's not my she's not my version of Diana. Mm-hmm. Frankly, Diana is me. Um, but <laughs> um, I do like her. Um, I don't love the part nitpicking, um, where Diana's like, well, maybe I should be in love with Gilbert Blythe yes, at the I end. Because I'm like, uh, that's not true. No, take that back. Because first of all, Diana Berry, once, because she's known the whole time that she and Gilbert are, that Anne and Gilbert, spoiler yeah. alert, are M-F-E-O. But,
0: <laughs> so... I don't know. It's just yeah, so funny. I agree with you on that scene. I, I, that it just feels like, yeah, right. There's no way that, there's no way that she would think that Gilbert would be interested in her. Like, and there, that's... I
1: mean, and she, as a, as a best friend, as a bosom friend, <laughs> she knows that Anne loves Gilbert. Right. And, and just knowing that
0: your friend loves someone else, you're like, brain doesn't even think like that. <laughs> One weird thing that you have, and I can't remember if this is in the book, but is there, like, the kind of pervy teacher in the book? Well,
1: okay. Let's talk about what ages were really like back in 1860, yeah. okay? <laughs> so like, I mean, like, 1870, whatever it was. Right. Well, to be perfectly honest, like, the teacher would have been Maybe twenty and Prissy Andrews would have been like seventeen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't have been that creepy. Yeah. I mean, because it is true. Because Anne becomes the teacher at the end of the the movie, and she's only sixteen. So yeah. So it's just. I mean, he's
1: he's they the, you know they cast some forty year old creepy murderer. But they play man. him kind of pervy. Let's be yeah real for sure. <laughs> um, but so. You know, when I take that into perspective, I don't feel like he's that creepy, but in the movie, I'm like, that guy needs to be fired.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, it, it is just, it's just sort of awkward. And I, like, I don't understand why they, I guess they made that choice. I can't, is that in the book that you remember? Or It is. Okay. I guess they were being very true.
1: He ends up the going to the then. Carmody school, if you care.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, it's kind of funny that he's like being, uh, you know, all uh, uh, all interested in this in and Chrissy, but the thing they get mad at him about is is the is the students uh, getting into their land, you know, <laughs> bothering you know. them. So priorities here, people. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so the next little uh, little vignette is Dan- Diana getting drunk. Oh, wait, no. Dying your hair is next. Sorry. Yeah, so well,
1: first we have to do
0: carrots. So, yeah, so Gilbert calls her carrots and breaks the slate over his head. Which and- is amazing and the best thing in the whole world. And I'm so nervous about the new series, How I Will feel About the Slate. Really? Why, why do you think it'll... You don't think they'll do that well?
1: In the clip that I saw when they were doing the trailer, she doesn't break the slate clean over his head. She pistol whips him with the slate across the face in a slap.
0: Oh. Hmm. (laughs) Yeah, that's not quite as good. I mean, it's. uh... (laughs) Especially if they're doing the dark and gritty one. It should be like a. There should be like blood or something. (laughs)
1: Gilbert's unconscious.
0: He has brain damage for the rest of the show. That's right. Uh, um, so, yeah, so you see this, and then the next scene is Marilla knocking on the door, upset, angry, and you think that, that that's going to be sort of the next scene, but Anne's like, no, don't come in, don't come, come in, don't come in. Finally, she comes in, and uh, Anne's covering her face, and she pulls it back, and it turns out her hair is green, And (laughs) it is the funniest thing in the entire universe. Uh, Um, Did you ever
1: dye your hair and really regret it when you were younger?
0: No, my mom would not have allowed us. No way. I did have a perm that I regretted. That's the closest I got.
1: I, at the same time, I had a perm (laughs) and I was like, you know what? It would look so great if I was blonde. So I tried to dye my hair blonde and my hair, turned bright orange and i was like at least it's not green but it was so bad i can't Did you even say, imagine you listen
0: to ann <laughs> it was such a mistake that's hilarious oh my gosh no my mom would have been very upset with us if we had dyed our hair that was just a a, a thing like we weren't like i don't know we we didn't get our ears pierced till we were 12 we were a uh, I don't know. We just wouldn't have been allowed to to dye our hair, and uh, but we did have perms once. And here's a funny story: is uh, <laughs> we we had these like big clip on earrings that were were like you know '80s or whatever clip on yeah. earrings, and uh, <laughs> I guess my sister and I decided for school pictures that we were going to sneak them in. And so we these school pictures with these clip <laughs> on earrings, which is hilarious. So, anyway, yeah, kids are crazy. But this is when, you know, and and it's just such a great moment for Anne, you know, that the peddler fools her. And, you know, and and Marilla says, this is where your vanity has led you.
1: (coughs) Yeah, it's really funny. um, Everything about it. I love how she thinks that she isn't vain at all. And then she finally realized when she dyes her hair green that she has been really vain about her hair her whole life. Cause it's in the book. I don't know if they say this in the show. I can't remember in the book. She's like, but it was always so luscious and shiny and strong. And now it's cut off. So
0: yeah. Funny. Yeah. And, and you know, it's funny how I'm sure it's with parenting. So often that happens where it's like, you're, you're ready for like problem a, and then all of a sudden problem B. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's like and you're like... Get... <laughs> uh it's like you're gonna get mad at him for uh for drawing on the walls and they're gonna about burn the house down, you know, so it's like it, you you're kind of you take the steps, I guess. Uh, but um yeah, so that's really, really good. And uh Okay. So the next this is when we actually get to the Diana getting drunk scene. Yes the
1: raspberry
0: cordial raspberry or cordial. current wine <laughs> so marilla makes her current wine and uh, i guess it's quite somewhat scandalous that she makes this current wine because you're thinking this is sort of prohibition there because they move up this series um from the book i'm not sure i forget when they have it starting but it's further up. That's what caused problems with the continuing story. Because by the time by the time they they were gonna do Anna's, you know, like a full fledged fledged grown up, uh, then you're getting into the timeline gets all messed up. So you couldn't yeah. do it anyway. So that's why uh they they kinda did their own thing and it was a disaster. And so well, I got this sort of prohibition kind of era kind of mentality of the people have of, you know, no alcohol and everything like that. Just and, the temperance society. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so Merlin, Merlin does it anyway. Anne's never tasted either. And Anne is busy, you know, getting everything ready for the lunch. And uh Diana just guzzle, guzzle, guzzle. <laughs>
1: So funny.
0: Yeah. And gets totally tipsy, totally tipsy. And she wants to leave right away. She has to go home. (laughs) (laughs) And so uh, Diana's mother is horrified and blames Anne. Yes. (laughs) And I don't know. what What do you have thoughts about this whole sequence?
1: It's amazing. It's so funny. This was, like I said, one of the parts where my sister was like, I'm going to go get a drink, and then she's like, oh, no, I'm not. <laughs> um, and I love the part at the end where she says, I don't think Miss Barry's a very Christian woman. I don't. Yeah. I think even she would even find fault with God himself or something. It was so funny. Well,
0: yeah. I can't remember the exact line, but you should watch the movie and find out. <laughs> but I, uh, then, then Diana, so Anna's... Prohibited from ever seeing Diana again, but then Diana comes and they have this moment in the field or whatever. And uh, I, I really do like Anne says. Nobody has ever loved me as long as I can remember, except for Matthew and Marilla.
1: Yeah, but bless her little (laughs) heart. Like when Harry Potter gets his first birthday card when he's thirteen, and you're like.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just sad. I mean, she's really only had her window friend. That's the only thing that she's had of, of any love. Yeah, and you kind of see that too when uh, when Marilla. We didn't really talk about, but Marilla goes to take her back, and she, and there's Missus Blewett. Yeah, Anne kind of realizes. Oh my! I mean, Marilla kind of realizes what Anne has been through uh, in in the past, and so yeah, that's that's a really. It's a really powerful scene,
1: even though it's hilarious when Diana says, I don't have any black dresses. Um, the the whole scene itself where they are, you know, friends torn apart, bosom buddies. <laughs> um, normally, like for kids when they're like, I'll never see my friend again. It's just sort of like, oh, kids, they're being so dramatic. And granted, you know, Anne's dramatic, but... For her, that's the only other person who, it's the only person who objectively just loves Anne for being Anne. They don't, Diana doesn't try to change, I mean, Matthew doesn't, but like Diana doesn't try to change Anne. She Mm -hmm. doesn't, she's not like beholden to take care of Anne. She's not responsible for Anne. Diana is just loves Anne for being Anne. Um, And it's just really amazing that they, their their relationship, I think is you know one of the biggest parts of the the whole series. Even in the later parts where Anne's not like yeah, where Diana's not really in it that much because you know she's living her life. They you know she still names her kid Anne Cordelia, and it's just I love I love the Anne and Diana relationship.
0: Yeah, I mean it's kind of a dream dream fantasy friendship in a way <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but, you know at least in. I I mean, I had a few friends like that as as kids, certainly, Uh, but I don't know, just the idea of sort of a bosom friend, that is such a beautiful concept and something, I mean, who wouldn't want that in their life? Uh, I mean, I have lots of great friends, but I don't know, you know, I don't don't have anybody quite like that, you know? And I
1: think, I think honestly, you can only get those kinds of friends when you have like the innocence of childhood. Yeah. When there's no, because even as an adult, you know you each all have you. You both have your own goals, and you, all, you don't think about like, oh, she's going to get married and leave me alone by myself, and it's just so sad. Like, and I don't in the books, and Marilla walks in on Anne just crying because she's thinking about the day that Diana will get married, and she'll send her off, and it'll be so beautiful and sad, and it's just. Those are the kinds of things that children do. I mean sometimes I'm like my friend's getting married, ah. but like, i don't I don't think oh my life will end if I don't have my friend with me all the time. yeah, so I, I that's why I feel like it's something that's more childhood friendships have to be that way.
0: yeah, definitely uh, I agree uh, so <clears throat> okay, so then let's see here um, so then we get introduced to Miss Stacy. Yes, and this is when yeah she's like the best the best teacher ever, and uh, and she is much better than the purvy teacher, of course absolutely
1: everyone <laughs> agrees <laughs>
0: and our next sort of vignette is when Anne uh, lies about the mouse and the sauce. yes, and that is hilarious. <laughs>
1: uh, it is the funniest thing in the entire universe I uh, yeah. I love it. At the end of the scene where she's confessed that she put the mouse in. And it's so funny watching her trying to be like, there's a mouse. Uh, But she doesn't do it until the very end when she's like, don't eat it. And then they're all laughing. And she says, I suppose it would be a very romantic way to die for a mouse. She's dead serious. She's trying to find the romance in the situation. And all of the adults are just like, what is this kid about? It's so funny. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I love it in the the later books when she has similar things happen with her children. And you just see her just like trying to like keep laughing in, you know, and trying to, cause that, cause kids can be just so hilarious and, you know, in their little, uh, the little, little worlds there, yeah. they've got their own kind of way of thinking about things. And, and, uh, you know, one of the, I, I love that about, uh, movies and books they don't, they're not kid child characters. Aren't just sort of precocious and cute and whatever, but they actually like have that kind of imagination and, and uh that that sort of world. That's one thing I really loved about the Lego Movie. Oddly enough, is because you get to see this little boy who is trying to explain his world to his to his dad. Yeah, and I thought that was really beautiful. So, okay, let's see here. Do 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 do. do. Okay, so then the next scene is our next kind of vignette is we talked about it uh, is Anne saving Dan's sister's life. Yes, Diane comes running in. Marilla is gone, uh, it's just Matthew. And I do love when she, when she rushes in and she says, uh, "Matthew and I are such kindred kindred spirits. I know he's going for the doctor right now." It's like Yeah, it's so going funny. For The doctor. Why else? <laughs> We communicate instinctively
1: or whatever she says. It's so funny.
0: I don't think it took telepathy to be like, yeah, there's a super sick little girl who's going to die. He's going to go to the doctor. That made me laugh. But anyway, so Anne gets the Ipecac. She knows how to deal with croup and she goes and she, she, uh, I I also love when she comes in and she's like, I forget her name, uh, the the, the maid. And she's like, if you have the slightest bit of imagination, you would have been able to figure this (laughs) out. So funny. Um,
1: and I think, I don't think we talked about Minnie Mae on this recording. Right, right. behind-the-scenes action. We messed up earlier. Um, <laughs> Google messed up earlier. That's right. Um, but we talked about how Minnie Mae is amazing in this scene. She deserved all of the awards. <laughs> I don't know if they gave the awards for Croup Baby, but she, won- she should have won it. Every year she should win Croup Baby Award. <laughs>
0: yeah she does really good really really good so and I mean it, it does it found like coughing like that and just feeling like you feel that sense of tension it's it's very well done and we find out that she probably would have died the doctor wouldn't have gotten there soon enough and so Anne saves the day this is very exciting and of course Diana's mother is all repentance and forgiveness and whatever. And uh, so this sort of leads us to the next sequence is when uh, now she's being invited to this ball, this Christmas Wait, ball. But
1: first, before we get to the ball, um, when Marilla gets word that Mrs. Berry wants to invite Ann to this ball and all this yep. stuff. Well, and- and- going to talk about oh. yeah. And Marilla's like, I am not going to ease Miss Barry's mind about this. Like, it's so sassy. I love it.
0: Yeah. So good. <laughs> and it's a great moment for Marilla and for Matthew, because this is the first time that Matthew's actually said, like, it's not interfering to have an opinion. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, Matthew. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's really great. And because Marilla feels like it's too much. She's too young kind of a thing to go to this ball. And... But Matthew kind of puts his foot down. Says we should be giving we should be giving that little girl all the love that we can we can give her. Like, yeah, that little girl deserves all the love we can give her. We've got no call to raise her as cheerless as we were. And you're like, oh, <laughs> Matthew. <laughs> yeah, which is just really interesting. To that adds a little layer, I think, to their characters you know they, were they really yeah they're about. they're pretty fleshed out in the they're not pretty fleshed out in the books they're like
1: sort of fleshed out in the books yeah. but but that's the first real insight that you get that they had like a hard life yeah um because as far as you know they just lived in this beautiful
0: white house with yeah. green roof and
1: <laughs> next so, to
0: brook my so matthew decides so colleen relents I mean, Colleen, uh, the actress Colleen, Marilla relents, and uh, Matthew goes and decides to buy a dress for Anne, and this scene is so funny. I love it, because he doesn't, he's embarrassed about the fact that he's buying a dress. It's so funny. (laughs) So he gets a rake, and he gets a, and he's just the way, he's just so shy, and he's so like, Brown sugar. He <laughs> gets 20 pounds. Oh 20
1: pounds of brown sugar. <laughs> like, like, it's you, so funny. Do you think that's enough? I'm quite sure. I'm <laughs> <laughs> quite sure it will be. It it's so funny. Um, I love that scene. Um, I love that scene in the book. It's one of my favorites of all time when Matthew yeah. tries to buy a dress. Um, I also love that up until that point in the movie, all of Anne's clothes are just garbage. Mm-hmm. And then from that point on, um, all of her clothing is fashionable from then on. Because uh, in the books, I don't know if they talk about it in the in the movie, but in the books, Marilla's like, "I'm not going to have Matthew go behind my back to give them things. I just, I'll just do it." <laughs> it's so funny.
0: Yeah, I forgot about that. That's true. And I don't know. I, when he gives her the dress, and the the puffiest sleeves in all the world. <laughs> I don't know did you have anything like that that you wanted so bad when you were little like that that you just
1: okay it's not like clothes but there was this mermaid doll that was like this big Uh uh-huh you can't tell from that's this is two inches but it was no it was giant it was like yeah yeah yeah. um a foot it doesn't matter it had beautiful curly blonde hair, like I wanted with my perm oh. and blonde hair. Um, <laughs> and it had a pink crown. When you pushed its belly, it would sing a song. And it was to go, la 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 la. <laughs> and it was the best thing. You could put it in water. Yeah. I wanted that thing more than life itself. And I finally got it on Christmas. And I was like, oh. I think I, I'm pretty sure I cried. I was like four and I just cried. I was like, it's so beautiful. Yeah
0: that's so cool that's funny i yeah i think we've all for me it would have been like an american girl's doll that was one i wanted so bad and when i got it i was jumping up and down hold it, up you had an american girl doll i know i'm lucky and i had samantha of course are <laughs> you
1: kidding me yes <laughs> uh, i didn't even let myself dream of having
0: an american girl <laughs> doll
1: I was like, I'll settle for the beautiful mermaid. She's only twenty four dollars.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and now they're all, like all lame. Like they're not as cool as they were. Like they don't have all the, the I don't know the the whole history of it all before was was really cool. I thought now they're just like Leah, the the fun cute girl at school, like, like
1: and like, where's the girl from the nineteen twenties? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> At least make a nineteen eighties American girl doll.
0: Exactly. She'd be no, cool. Lame lameness. Oh well. Uh but um anyway, uh let's see. Okay, what was next? Um so then she goes to the dance and this is when we get sort of we start more Gilbert drama. That's very exciting. That's right. So her Also
1: once we start doing just making stuff up that's not in the books. Right. But-
0: And so, yeah, there's this whole thing, and Gilbert uh, snubs her at the dance uh, and won't, you know, won't dance with her because he's convinced that Diana and Anne are just sort of doing it as a bet, which is completely true.
1: (laughs) I mean, Gilbert doesn't have illusions where Anne's concerned. He knows who
0: she is. Yeah, yeah.
1: He's not in love with, like, the the figment of his an imagination. Like, he's like, and
0: the girl who's so stubborn and strange. Do you think they do a good job though? Sort of building that relationship and building the romantic tension or is it, is it, is um, it too corny? I think, no, I think they do a good job. Um, I feel like Jonathan Crombie, like I said,
1: he does an amazing job with his looks. Mm-hmm. Um, 'Cause I mean he doesn't really get a much to do other than just look at her. But he does a great job. I'm like, yeah. someone look at me like that. Um but I love it. Um and I do love that they have him steal the dance card. Yeah.
0: Um it's Yeah, it's there's the almost something sort of Austin and like about that, about all the looks and the, the the uh meaningful staring, as they like to say.
1: Yes. It's uh, I love it. I, I love it so much. Um in the in the novel, in the book, uh, he doesn't steal her dance card because there's no ball. They just made that up. Right, but he right. does take her flower from their like school play or whatever they do, the pageant drummer. Um, yeah, it's been a while. Uh, was, like a yeah. like a rose falls out of her hair, and he like picks it up and <laughs> keeps it. And Diana's like, "Oh my gosh, that just happened!" And she's like. Pfft. Forget it.
0: It's so What funny. does he buy? If there's no ball, what does he buy the puff sleeves dress for? He just Matthew. gets it for Christmas. Oh, just for Christmas. Okay. I forgot that. All right. But, and he has Miss Rachel Lind make it. Oh, he does? I forgot yes. that. Yes. Okay. Wow. All right. So so then we get the scene where they wake up Mrs. Barry. In, yes, yeah, which is really great, and that's uh what's her name? that actress? I really like her. she's hilarious, oh uh, yeah, her name is char charm Charmion King, or something like that. I don't know how you say that, but anyway, she's great, and i uh, she's sort of the cranky uh rich aunt. she's and- exactly who I want to be when I grow up. <laughs>
1: You want to be some old unmarried spinster who's just like really
0: scary, but like I, I, crazy wealthy. I don't know where I'm getting my money. But. I feel like I'm already. I'm not the wealthy part, but I feel like <laughs> I'm already don't know the rest of that.
1: Right, like. I want little kids to be like,
0: Oh, <laughs> and I'm like, come
1: here. <laughs> and They have to interact with you. Cause they want your money. That's just like, ah, <laughs> uh, the best life.
0: Yeah. You're like uh, Clint Eastwood and Gran Torino. Get off my lawn. Yeah. <laughs> <No way. laughs> uh, yeah. But I, you know, she has a nice little, uh, little growth, you know, in the, in this, in the, the series. And, um, she she's very upset. She's gonna cancel their lessons. And that's when Anne comes and girl
1: comes yeah. in and gives oh. one of her
0: great apologies. And she's so it is really, really good. And so then we get this next section in Queens, yes. where she's doing I'd love when she says goodbye to Merle and Matthew. And uh, that is just very touching and sweet and and
1: it's sort of the goodbye she doesn't really get to give Matthew when he dies.
0: So yeah. every time that happens I'm always like Ooh. I cry That's a lot. True. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh so anyway, it turns out she uh she was going to going after the Avery scholarship and Gilbert is going after it too. they they're both doing the advanced program. Yes. And uh do, 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 let's see. Uh oh, I don't know what I meant by it. I said Gilbert saves Anne from their theatrics. I'm not sure what that means. But um but anyway, they they go back and forth and back and forth and and he thinks she thinks at, at a certain time that that Gilbert is seeing another another Yeah. Home.
1: So so Anne they, they get the pass list, right? And Anne and Gilbert are one and two. And then Anne mm-hmm. does her reading at the... Yeah. At the hotel. Um, and that's when Gilbert is like, I dare you to be my date. And she's like, I dare myself to accept. And they're like, oh, we're going to be alive. It's amazing. And then Marilla's like, what? Oh, no, are you frozen? Okay. And then... Yeah. Um, <laughs> And so that's the whole thing where Gilbert's... I, oh, I, I know what goal. I was talking
0: about with the... I, what I meant was, Anne. It, Gilbert saves Anne from the theatrics of the, um, of the Lady of Shalot thing. Oh! That's what I meant. That's what I meant. We, we
1: almost skipped
0: the drowning? <laughs> Are you kidding me? It's <laughs> wrong with us? <laughs> it seems highly unlikely that Anne would not know how to swim. It's just, right? I mean, she's just so practical, and so, like, I don't know, it just seems so hard to believe that with everything, that she wouldn't know how to swim. Well, I mean, she was in full clothes, um,
1: in, like, a, a river, because, right, there's a current that brings yeah, it down. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, I can't even imagine trying to swim in, like, petticoats and puffed sleeves at this point. Yeah. So she holds on to the... In the books, they, they even mention that, like, her arms feel like they're getting weak, and she's like, I'm going to die. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it it's fun that, that she's able to still, even at that age, able to sort of engage her friends in that kind of imagination, that she hasn't yes. lost that completely.
1: Yeah, the Avonlea girls, um, at least through, before they go to Queens, um, they all, I think through Anne, are really in touch with the make believe and and just enjoying life and having fun. And I don't know if that's something that was like common for girls that age back in that time because you know there wasn't TV. <laughs> yeah, but they, uh, I, I love that. I love that scene. Everything about it. It just reminds me so much of like, be- well, obviously, you know, it's kind of life imitating art because. I was like, I knew Anne of Green Gables, so when I would do ridiculous things like this with my friends or sisters, I'm sure it was informed by the fact that I knew this stuff happened, but, you know, just pre- being, like, super dramatic, and, like, we would put on productions of, like, the Phantom of the Opera, and, like, just, like, in our house for ourselves, but, yeah. Yeah. but I, you know, not when we were 16, and I just, I love it. Everything about it is so funny.
0: Yeah, Ruby Gillis. you know, it is true that I, I think we don't tend to do stuff like that as older people now, because you do you have you have movies, you have other things to sort of cut, like that. It probably fills that void in a way.
1: Yeah, definitely. You know. um, but yeah, we need to talk about how hilarious Ruby Gillis is in that <laughs> scene when she's like, she's drowned. We're murderers. <laughs> She's so funny. Yeah. I oh my gosh, we
0: forgot to talk about um climbing the, walking the the uh, ridgepole. Ridgepole. <laughs> We're the
1: worst. Uh, uh, it's so funny. Josie yeah. Pie also does a great job yeah. of being. She she does a great job of doing the nuance of being someone who's seemingly overconfident but like crazy insecure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely. I think she
0: does a great job. Definitely. She's quite the pie. Yeah. Uh, uh yeah, it, it 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 feels almost like uh, like Regina George or something like that <laughs> in Anne's world.
1: But like um, if Regina George had no power Because <laughs> <yeah. laughs> everybody's like, Oh forget it, Josie. Yeah,
0: I love I I, I do love when I, so there so we get the right after he saves her we get the theatrics of Rachel Lind saving scene and get out of Gilbert's carri- uh, yeah. carriage. Yeah. After they have made a date.
1: We yeah. A this
0: back. is scandalous. And <laughs> it's so and, funny because you think like people that had like gone off to school and stuff like that, that that wouldn't be like, well, a big deal.
1: Well, let me spill some gossip for you. So from the angle that they shot it, which was really clever. Um, Rachel, they're like, hands are obscured until he gets down. So in Rachel's mind, it looked like they were holding hands while they were seated, oh, not okay. just when he was helping her down. Cause that would have been fine. So oh, Rachel okay. was like,
0: Oh snap, this is so inappropriate. Like, I mean, there are boundaries here. Let's be honest. Okay. Uh, you can't just get fresh in a wagon. <laughs> So, yeah, so then there's all the drama at the rec- or at the poetry recitation. Yes. Uh, with um a, her agreeing to be Gilbert's date and then being out on it and uh, and then her doing the recitation and him but you know, and cheering and the date part
1: of it, it's like just made up but it's fine. Uh, I still like it. <laughs> yeah. Like give me more Ann and Gilbert all- every day. I'm about it. Um <laughs> But and- the recitation is so funny. My, okay, so I have to tell you, the, the millionaire's wife who does the recitation at the beginning, uh, uh-huh. yeah. um, in my mind is 100% my great grandma. She was like this very fancy, like lady who did readings all throughout Utah and was like super dramatic and kind of looks like that lady. Uh-huh. So every time I do that, I'm like, what's up, Granny Golden? It just, it just that's really laugh. cool. That's really cool.
0: Yeah, and there's just so many characters in this story that anybody can relate, I think you can relate to. Even yeah. small characters. and It's
1: because they're all, like, real characters. Yeah. And people will argue, like, oh, it's not real. There's, like, no grit to the characters. They all are, I'm like, uh... I'm sorry. Most of the people I know are not secretly meth dealers.
0: Like I don't actually think anyone I know has murdered someone. Right. Exactly. Most people are good people and that's why I'm saying it's so hard to find modern novels that I like because I just feel like I can never relate to any of the characters because they all are alcoholics or drunk or or you know drug addicts or cheat on their spouses or you know have a secret path yeah (laughs) and and uh and so it's actually here i messed up because she takes the examination for queens and then uh and then he's uh this is when they they say and marilla say say he says he knew we needed her that's what marilla says uh about Anne, and uh you know be glad that uh uh that they didn't send a boy. <laughs> yeah. That was Providence. So good. So, okay. Uh, so, yeah, that's, this is when we get the competing for the Avery scholarship and we find out that, uh, that Anne has won the scholarship.
1: Yes. Three cheers for Anne Blythe, winner of the Avery.
0: Yeah. And so this is very exciting. And, That this is when she goes home, and this is when Matthew dies, and this is yeah. We just we just uh, stop the movie and we're done. That was a good show before that happened, right? (laughs) She got the scholarship. The end. Oh man, I I just cry, cry, cry. It's the hardest thing that happens
1: in any book, I think, for me ever.
0: Yeah. 'Cause it's just not I don't know, it makes you think at least it makes me think of my grandpa, who I miss so much. And he, he died in two thousand and one I, and I have a hard time to this day talking about it. I, I miss him so much.
1: Yeah, um and the way that it's done in this in the movie, um, it's really it also touches home for me. Um uh when my dad was fourteen, he and his dad were out hunting and his dad had a heart attack and died when he was just 39. So no, he was not 39. That would have made my, him happen when he was 15. I don't know how old he was. He wasn't old. My dad, right. my dad. dad, um, And so when Matthew just, you know, he's just walking along and suddenly he's down and gone. I'm always like, oh, is my dad in the room? I don't want him in the room for this. Uh, <laughs> it's really, it's just like, it's so sad and so so out of nowhere in the movie, um, it's, you know, it's out of nowhere in the books too, but yeah.
0: I mean, at least my grandpa was a blessing cause he had Alzheimer's and everything it was, but, but I still, you know, still miss him so much. Cause he was my Matthew in my life. He was the one who was sort of my champion and the one that loved me the most unconditionally.
1: I think. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so it's beautiful. It's a beautiful scene. And he does get to tell her, like, I never wanted, um, anybody else but you. So I never wanted a boy. Matthew is so good. (laughs) Uh.
1: It's so sad. Um, and I, and, you know, Anne does cry a little bit at the, when he, you know, dies in her arms. Um, but in the books, and they do show it in this that she she doesn't cry at all through the funeral, through any of the stuff, and she doesn't actually cry until that night in that scene. Yeah, and
0: that out. scene is beautiful. It is so beautiful. <laughs> and you've got Marilla saying it's not it's not good to mourn to grieve so, and and, and Anne's not having any of it. <laughs> She's like, I will grieve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and so. And you, have Marilla, saying he was always such a good brother. To me. it's so sad and so beautiful, <laughs> and uh, so that's when you have this great scene where, uh, afterwards, it, where Anne gives up the scholarship so that she can teach and stay with Marilla. And Marilla yeah. tries to be like, "No, no," and Anne's like, "Sorry, this is not a." Already discussion. did it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, and I don't know if it's clear in the movies that she was just going to teach at the White Sands School, which mm-hmm. is, like, I don't know, kind of far away. And she was going to have to, like, only be with Marilla on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Not that it's a big deal, but it makes it more of a impactful moment when...
0: Gilbert comes. Yeah. So she was going to teach in Carmody. I, th- I thought it was uh, Carmody. Oh, and... it's White Sands in the book. Sorry. Oh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. And so then Gilbert comes and uh, and he tells her that he's given up the school, Avonlea school for her. And, uh, so.
1: And he's already also like, just like Anne's like, sorry, it's already arranged, Norilla. You got no say in this. (laughs) Gilbert comes and he's like, sorry, it's already arranged,
0: Anne. You got no say in this. And you're just like, they're in love. (laughs) I mean, it's interesting. I feel like, honestly, I feel like if you had told me that I, when I was 16, if you had given me some education as far as what I was supposed to do, uh, not maybe not particularly teaching, but if you'd said, okay, now, now you have to, you know, start your career. I, I would have been, I honestly would have been fine. Like I am sure I would have had my ups and downs and stuff, but I was a very independent kid and I, I really wanted, like my mom jokes that like, from the time I could walk, I wanted to like, have my own apartment and move out. Like I, I was just very independent. I like doing things my own way. And so I don't know, this idea of sort of starting your career in like, it's such a young age uh, yeah. is, is something that I, I, I'm no wonder I loved it when I was that age. no wonder. I thought it was great uh, being taken seriously. I think sometimes we coddle um kids and stuff it, a little bit too much. So, like, we don't think that our teenagers that we don't think they can do it. We think they're stupid. We think they're, you know, uh, annoying. And when in reality, they, they can do quite well.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I, I definitely see that. And the thing that, so we forgot to mention the time <laughs> when, um, after, is it now? Maybe it's now in the story when Marilla and uh, Gilbert have the scene on the bridge.
0: Marilla and Gilbert? Yeah,
1: she she thanks Gilbert for something. I think it's maybe from just or congratulates him on getting
0: tied in the. Um, I can't remember if that's in this one or not. I didn't write it down in my notes, but they it- they do they do definitely have the scene where she's yeah. like you're having you have a great
1: future ahead, and he's she's like. And so does Anne. <laughs> it's
0: like so one week.
1: <laughs> don't try to marry her right now. Let her have a life first. Like <laughs> that scene's really interesting to me. Cause um I don't think it's necessarily something that is ever in the books. Mm-hmm. Um where Marilla's ever like uh Gilbert, slow your roll, bro. Like, I feel like in the books, yeah. a lot of like Marilla and Miss Rachel Lynn, spoiler alert, in the second book, um, they just kind of expect that Anne and Gilbert are going to get married. Everyone's just like, well, it's going to happen. And Anne's like, what are you talking about? Yeah,
0: she's pretty dumb. She's kind of the, the idiot Savant. Like, in certain things that she's like, <laughs> she's I like, think she's more in love with me. Like, come on, he gave you the school. You're like, like, what does the boy have to do? I think like, she's like, in
1: denial. I think yeah. she, and I think she also knows that he loves her and she loves him and she's just like, nope, he yeah. is not a stranger that I fell instantly in love with, although I did, but sh- <laughs> don't tell myself that.
0: Yeah. Like, anyway, uh, well, I love him. So, I guess if you were giving this a 1 to 10, what, uh, what, what would you give it?
1: Ooh. So one being like Manos, Hands of Fate, and ten being like The Philadelphia Story. Okay,
0: go <laughs> Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, let's say I would give the mini series like an eight and a half to an 8.75. <laughs> okay. Because um, it's really good and so great. I mean, honestly, who doesn't have four hours to watch a show? So I will watch it every day. Um. <laughs> But it's a, uh, there are some things where I'm like, mm, it's better in the book when you, why don't you change the storyline? Just leave it the same. You had four hours. Yeah. It's not like you were wasted on, but I love it. I love it so much. There's so many, it's everything about it. It just moves along yeah. in from moment to moment that are iconic and perfect. It's. I'm maybe being a little conservative on my yeah. scale, but I was sticking with it. 8.75.
0: Uh, hey, it sounds good. I I'm going 10, a 10. I think it's Bro. perfect. I really do. I think all the casting, the acting's perfect. I think in this one, I think you can have a lot more flaws in the next one.
1: Oh, uh, well,
0: but f- I think the writing's really on point. I love the score. I love the cinematography. I like the Avonlea. I, you know, green Gables looks perfect. Oh. I, I, I don't know. So. I do love it,
1: I think honestly, for me, the thing that I'm like like that about <laughs> is is really I feel like Miss Rachel Lynn's too harsh, yeah, that's fair, and i I just'm like, I don't buy it, like why would everyone like Miss Rachel Lynn if she's the worst?
0: yeah but, yeah the the town can
1: the town that's its deduction yeah, there you <laughs> and then go. also they kill off Matthew, deduct a point. <laughs>
0: Sounds good. Well, uh, so thanks so much for doing this with me. I really appreciate it. And where can people find you? Um,
1: probably at my house. Just kidding. Don't come to my house. Um, <laughs> I'm on Twitter. I'm at Amber brainwaves on Twitter. And that's basically the only thing that I do. And even that, I don't do that much, but maybe I will. If I get hey, followers, There you I'm, go. I'm real funny. <laughs> like you can't probably tell right now, but, if
0: I like have time to think something out, it would be funny. So, so, so next week we will do next Sunday. I think we'll do the next one, and then and then we are going to do the Martin Sheen one. So that'll I've yes. never seen. it'll well. be interesting. Which is, <laughs>
1: which is basically like falling face first
0: into cow mess. Oh dear! And so if that, one the be, movie, that one and will be that one will be really fun. <laughs> yeah and and so then we'll we'll do the series and so you can yes. find me at smiling lds girl on all social media and then my blog is 54 disney reviews and i've been this has been a podcasting uh, uh hopefully you've had a lot of fun with it it's it's just been an epic weekend of podcasting uh, but tomorrow i'm doing one more uh we'll be re- reviewing uh the latest episode of doctor who with my friend jonathan and it was a good one. I really liked this one. So should be Don't fun. Don't tell me
1: yet. I haven't seen it. Okay. No <laughs>
0: uh, all right. Well, thanks so much. And we will see you next, uh, next Sunday.
1: All right. Farewell, my bosom friend.